Warning, The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. This is still a country that uh, is, is less revolutionary than it is interested in improvement. They like seeing things improve, but the average American doesn't think that we have to completely tear down the system and remake it. And and I think it's important for us not not to lose sight of that. Even as we push the envelope and we are uh, bold in our vision, we also have to be rooted in reality and the fact that voters, including Democratic voters and certainly persuadable independents or even moderate Republicans are not driven by the same views that are reflected on certain left-leaning Twitter feeds uh, or the activist wing of our, of our party. Obama, who started the communist Islamist revolution, is now telling the hordes who believed him and are trying to put in place his policies, he's telling them to slow down. Do you know why? He's now a very rich man. He got a $70 million book deal before leaving office. He got a $100 million Netflix deal. He owns three major mansions. He's now telling Democrat candidates to ease off the talk of revolution, and he's being attacked by the psychotic leftist communist Stalinist from hell for doing so. It just shows you what's at stake right now in the savage nation. Phone number is 855-407-282. This is a big story. Obama himself is warning the left wing, don't go too far left. Uh, you can't tear down the whole system. No, no, no. Don't do what Pelosi is doing. Don't do what that criminal communist Stalinist bastard from hell Schiff is trying to do. Listen to me. You know, I could control my language if I want to. I don't want to. Do you know why I don't want to control my language? I have a soundbite I'm about to play for you of the most illegitimate congressman in American history, Adam Schiff. You look at his eyes, you know he's a psychotic. You know he's on medication, you know he's nuts. But that's okay, there's a lot of nutty people out there, a lot of people on medication. Here is a man who gives a, here's a man, wait a minute, let me back it up, who's conducting an inquisition against President Trump. And again, I have to put the caveat, you don't have to love Trump, you don't have to respect Trump. You have to understand, he is an elected president. He is a duly elected president. And I voted for him. And so did 63 million others. But you listen to this son of a gun, Schiff, in the following sound bites as he speaks to California Democrats who have destroyed the state. He says the greatest threat to our democracy is not from Russia, nor from China, but from President Trump. Do you realize how insane this is for a man who is trying to pose as an objective congressman running an objective hearing for an objective speaker of the louse, Nancy Pelosi. Do you understand it's a gang? Do you understand if you saw a gang take over a country or try to take over a country? A gang! Let's say it's MS-13, but they put on suits and ties and got rid of the tattoos. Schiff is like a gang member. Pelosi is the gang leader. You're watching a gang conducting an attempt to take down a duly elected president with rhetoric that is destroying America once and for all, certainly weakening, weakening us in the minds of the world. How could Schiff not be arrested for this? This is the most seditious speech I've ever heard in my life. I want you to listen to this psychopath, gangster criminal, Adam Schiffless, a man who has no country, as far as I'm concerned, Schiff has no nation. If there was justice in this world, he'd be thrown out of the nation. He's committing sedition. Listen to this in clip eight. The most profound threat to democracy today is not from Russia, nor Putin's desire to rebuild a lost empire, nor is it from China, though China is busy exporting its digital form of totalitarianism to other nations. No, the most grave threat to the life and health of our democracy comes from within, from a president without ethical compass, without an understanding oh, of or devotion to our oh, constitution, 
and the beautiful series of checks and balances it established, setting ambition against ambition so no one branch of government could overwhelm another, and most importantly, so no despotism could take root. Adam Schiff just committed sedition. In the midst of a hearing that the gangster Pelosi is trying to present as an objective series of hearings, in the midst of this, the gangster regime under Pelosi with her lawyer, her lawyer, her little lawyer, Schiff, goes out there and says, China's not the greatest threat, Russia's not the greatest threat, but Donald Trump is the greatest threat. That means you're the greatest threat. You who voted for him are now in the targets of this criminal gang. This gang of imposters is now trying to steal an election. I told you that last week. There's another one. Here is a man who pretends to be running an objective hearing. Adam Schiffless, a man without a country. Listen to clip seven. Two years ago, I stood before you and I urged you to resist, and you did. But we are more than a resistance now. We are a majority. We are a majority in one house, and we will become the majority in the other. And we will send, we will send that charlatan in the White House back to the golden throne he came from. Do you realize how insane this is? Do you understand how insane a thing like this is? If he were just a talk show host, he could say it. He could say he'd say just a loudmouth talk show host. He's running a hearing to try and undo an election based on false pretenses. They went from Russia. Now they've gone to Ukraine. They've gone from quid pro quo. Now they've gone to extortion. They're making the whole thing up. Even Obama steps in and says, don't go too far left. Don't tear down the whole system. That's because he's now a rich man. That faker, that fraud who started this whole thing, that con man, that bum, that mook, that fraud. He bamboozled all the blacks who voted from in America. He bamboozled the psychopathic, drug-addicted communists in America to make them think he believed in any of it. He was always a con man. From Punahou High School, he conned his way right through to Columbia, right into the presidency. So that communist who has hundreds of millions of dollars in mansions is now saying, hey, the American people don't want a revolution. Slow down. He says he doesn't want to be taxed all of a sudden. Isn't that funny? It's not funny. So now Obama's trying to slow down the psychopaths on the left of his own party. They're attacking him. Schiff says the most grave threat to our nation is not China, not Russia, but now it's Donald Trump. Pelosi, who was the worst of all of them, is such a conniver, con woman, she actually thinks she's going to be president. I know... You've heard this by now, but I was the first one in the media to tell you this long before it became a, a talking point. And it turns out that there is another hearing tomorrow and two, three more this week. And one of the people who will be called is an aide to Vice President Pence. What do you think that's about? What that's about is the gangster Pelosi the criminal gang Pelosi actually thinks they're going to take over America by tying Pence to Trump and removing Trump and Pence. She will become President Pelosi. This is what she thought up. This is what the gang thought up. This is what they're trying to do is to steal America right out from under your feet. Can they pull it off? Unlikely. Are they trying to pull it off? Highly likely. Meanwhile, there's another story that just broke. Trump taxes remain secret. I was going to ask you about that one. Frankly, I know why they're secret. I mean, you can guess why. Why is he fighting so hard to keep his tax return? Don't you understand this makes the enemies of our way of life and emboldens them? What is he hiding? I mean, let's be clear. Can we be objective for two minutes? I would never, if my life depended on it, vote for a Democrat. Not one of them. Not one of them, because all they're going to do is advance the communist Islamist agenda. Do you understand the trap we're in? Do you understand who we, the American patriots, are and what trap we are in right now? We want to back Trump. We have to back Trump. And yet we get sick when we see him do certain things like hiding the tax returns. Why should he be able to hide his tax returns? Tell me. Tell me how that's in our national interest. How? Tell me how. Tell me how that's in our national interest. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, 
in Pelosi's Calazuela, the country, the state keeps uh, melting down. We've gone from uh, Watergate to a water boy in one generation, Schiff being the water boy of the, of the Golosi machine. There's so many things I wanted to talk about. I don't think I'll get to them. I was going to talk about racing cars today. I saw a remarkable show called Ferrari Race to uh, Immortality on one of the network, uh, one of the cable channels, I think, uh, stars. I was captivated for two straight hours. Do you know why? Because this was the heyday of auto racing, the 50s and 60s. What does it have to do with now? This is when men were men. This is when race car drivers risked their lives, and 30 of them died in one year. I don't know if you know this. Auto racing at the time was so dangerous. I'm talking on the great circuits, the Grand Prix circuits, whether it was the Grand Prix circuits you may know about, like ours here in America. Many died on our track here. In, uh, in, in, um, I forget the name of the one here. I'm a little so worked up. Oh, Indianapolis, I've been there, loved it. But when you watch these races on the great tracks of the time and you see these men who are all here, they're all heroes. They're like fighter pilots, gladiators. They were all movie star handsome, not like fake Tom Cruise, fake handsome, half men. Not like a, 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 a pancake like Arnold Schwarzenegger who was all steroids and, and whatever else he uses. I'm talking about real men. These were the real heroes. I know as a poor boy, I used to look up to these guys. I wanted to be them. They all came from wealthy families by and large. But instead of just being wastrels going to nightclubs at night and talking about veganism and global warming, these guys are like our warrior heroes today who are in the military, in all of the advanced divisions of our military, where they actually fight instead of collecting a fat paycheck in the Pentagon and talk about transgender rights. They were the heroes of our time. 50, 30 of them died in one year. So anyway, going back to that show, I wanted to talk about that. When you looked at those cars racing, the Goldwing, did you see that? Did anyone see that the, the, um, thing on television? Race to Immortality. Ferrari race to immortality. And don't confuse it with Ferrari versus Ford, which is a surprise best-selling movie right now uh, because it's about the creation of the Ford F40, which actually beat a Ferrari. Great story. Didn't see that one. I don't like Matt Damon. He's too left-wing for me, but the story is great. I'm not confusing the two. Don't you do so. I'm talking about auto racing, motorsports, and the greatest period of time, which was in the 50s and 60s. And these were gladiators, these were warriors, these were our heroes, these were the men that men like me looked up to. I'll be right back. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Hey, here's a question. How did you sleep last night? Did you spend the night tossing and turning, worrying? Now look, if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, You've got to try a purple mattress. The founders of Purple are two brothers who have been developing cushioning technology for 30 years on things like medical beds, wheelchairs. Well, in 2016, they finally decided to use their patented comfort technology to create Purple, the world's most scientific mattress. Now, what does that mean? How is Purple different from other mattresses? Listen, the Purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced. Why? Because it uses the brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam that I'm used to or you're, you're used to. No, no. The purple material feels unique because it's both firm and soft at the very same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable. Unlike foams, it's breathable so it sleeps cool. It ends up giving you the zero gravity-like feel so it works for any sleeping position. Okay, 100-night risk-free trial. You're not satisfied? You can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping and returns, free in-home setup, old mattress removal. You ready? You're going to love Purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text SAVAGE to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to do this. You ready? Text SAVAGE to 84-888. That's S-A-V-A-G-E to 84-888. Text S-A-V-A-G-E to 84-888. S-A-V-A-G-E to 84-888. Message and data rates may apply. The Savage Nation. 
It's Savage On Demand. I don't know, sounds to me like Adam Schiff wants a revolution in the country and a civil war. And I pray to God that he doesn't get what he wants because I've never heard such rhetoric like this in my entire life of listening and watching politics since I am 18 years old. I have never heard a congressman who is running an impeachment hearing get up and say the most grave threat to our democracy comes from not China, not from Putin and Russia, but from a sitting president. I've never heard anything like this. Are the American people buying it? Not according to what I see. ABC put out a bogus poll, by the the way. 70% say Trump's actions are serious enough to warrant whatever. I don't know why it's being run. I looked into the poll. I mean, I'm one of the few people who can look into polls and actually read the data. I've never seen anything like this. Have you seen the poll? The poll says ABC poll shows 70% of Americans say Trump's actions tied to Ukraine were wrong. Well, I looked at the poll. Do you know anything about it? I want you to see how deep the propaganda machine actually is. But before I do so, you're going to call this show right now, or I'm not going to do much more of a play sound for you because you've got to participate. This is talk radio. Should Trump testify as Pelosi said he should? Pelosi baited him and said he should testify at any time. He says, yeah, I'll testify. Big mistake. Big mistake, but he's going to do it. Should he? Number two, should Trump release his tax returns? Yes or no? Why? Yes or no? Phone number 855-400-SAVAGE, 855-407-282. You can call even if you're listening on a stream. It doesn't matter. It's the same call-in number. But going back to the ABC poll showing 70% Americans say Trump's actions tied to Ukraine were wrong, I'll give you the poll. First of all, the poll only interviewed 506 adults, too small a sample. And it's a poll of the general population never representative of voters. See, general population. Second, only 42% of them said they were even following the hearings. Third, now listen to this carefully. The fake poll against Trump was conducted in both English and Spanish. That's the first giveaway. The second giveaway, first giveaway was the number of adults, 500. The second giveaway was in adults, not voters. The third giveaway, it was conducted in English and Spanish. Last I checked, we live in America, which is not a bilingual nation. But wait, it gets worse. Wait until you see how deeply the communists have manipulated this poll. The data that they used were weighted, I'm reading now, to adjust for gender by age, race, education, census region, adjusted by metropolitan status, household income, and party identification. That means they made the whole poll up and twisted the data any way they wanted to it. And yet ABC goes ahead and publishes it. ABC is still owned by Disney, isn't it? I believe so. ABC Disney. Bob Iger wants to be president. Can you believe how deep the deep, deep, deep state works with the media? Who is it who gave a speech in 1999? Beware the government media complex. Me, Michael Savage, yours truly. Commonwealth Club. Most important speech of its time. Beware the government media complex. They are nakedly manipulating data, nakedly manipulating a presidency, nakedly manipulating the American people. How can they get away with it? Because of the drug use. Because of the rampant idiots out there who watch sports day and night like you. You with your hat on backwards, you stupid idiot, you. You moron, you know you don't even deserve a country. You sports idiot, you don't deserve a nation. You deserve to live in the chains. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Nation has never been torn like this. I lived through the 60s. I lived through the uh, Kent State killings. I've seen it all, long period of time. But I've never in my life seen such a round-the-clock propaganda nor such an attempt at a coup, nakedly a coup. Now, how does she get away with it? How does the gangster Pelosi get away with it? Do you understand the phrase, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely? So first, they rigged, they rigged the system of voting in California by flooding the state with Mexicans who are not even citizens and all the other Central Americans who don't even belong here. They all vote by machine. The union was tied into her SEIU, Service Employees International Union. That's how Gavin Newsom became president. So first they rig the system, they tilt the machine, then they get drunk on their power where they think if they can do it in California, they can get away with it in the whole country. 
No one says don't do it. There's no cautionary advice. Don't try to do it. There's no advice. It's not right. There's no such thing as right or wrong to politicians to begin with, by the way, on both sides of the aisle. It's only a matter of what you can get away, what you can get away with. But when you rig the system, as Pelosi and her cronies have done, and you get away with it for so long, you start to think that that's the norm. You don't believe that there's actually a nation out there. You think if, if there is, there are a bunch of stupid white guys who are just drug addicts and drunks. This is the arrogance. If you only knew how arrogant they really are, if you really knew you'd get sick, if you're already boiling inside, you'd, you'd, the water would boil out of your ears and eyes. If you actually knew what this gang of Schiff and Pelosi think of you, the average white man, outside of the porn belt, the porn belt which stretches on the east coast along the coast and on the west coast along the coast, those are the porn belts. And then throughout the nation, you have a few other little scattering porn hubs. The rest of the country to them is a bunch of farmers, they think, morons who don't know anything. That's what they think of you. You are the people who make their food. You are the people who grow their wheat. You are the people who grow the soybeans. You are the people who provide them with the meat on the table. You are the people who make the cars, make the trucks. You are the people who run the nation, actually run the nation. These are the interlopers. These are the gangsters. Yet they are so drunk in their own power that they are corrupted by it, and they believe they can now steal the nation taking a Pelham one, two, three. That's what Pelosi is actually trying to do. So now let's go to the other side of the aisle. Those of us who want to support Trump have a tr sometimes a very tough time to do so. In many ways, I'm like a man in the middle. I'm an objectivist at the end of the day. I'm a libertarian in many ways. How many years have I told you I'm a sexual libertarian, for example? I don't give a damn what you do with your body. I'm not interested. It makes me sick. I don't care what you do with your stinking sexual parts. It's not my business. I don't care. I'm a sexual libertarian. So where does that leave me with everything else? I want a nation that will leave me alone. I want to be left alone to do what the hell I want. What does that make me? Can you define that? I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't. If you think I'm alone, you're mistaken. Now we wake up and we see a, a, a stupid bartender who wins an election by 4,000 votes. Now all of a sudden she's the mouthpiece for Marxism on, on the Democrat side out of nowhere. The communist bartender arises. Her brain was washed by the old Jewish seltzer man. And I say Jewish for a reason. I'll get back to that in a minute. I know I'm not supposed to mention it. He's suddenly mentioning that he's Jewish, Bernie Sanders. In the beginning, he said he had no religious affiliation. Then all of a sudden, the seltzer man decided to say he's Jewish. Then all of a sudden, he brought up the Holocaust. The next thing you knew, he was wrapping himself in his uh, non-religious beliefs. I don't... I don't think you understand what this does to me when I see a man using religion as a weapon. I'll use it right back on him because I'm not afraid of him. If I could, I would debate that spitter in two seconds. Bernie Sanders will never come on this radio show. I tear him to shreds verbally. I could destroy him. Bernie Sanders is nothing but I've, the type that those of us who grew up in New York know very well. Everyone had one in the family. Everyone knew someone like that at college. They were usually the losers, the ones who lived after college in someone's house on a, on a couch. They would try to steal your dope, rip off your girlfriend or your wife. They try to have sex with your wife behind her back or your girlfriend. That's what they were. That's who Bernie Sanders is. He's a no goodnick, a bad person. All of a sudden, they, he has to leave New York because he can't make a buck. So where does he go? He destroys Vermont. He pollutes Vermont with his communism. And he takes over a mayorship of a little city, Burlington, Vermont. Next thing you know, he's a senator. Next thing you know, he's talking revolution. Next thing you know, he's brainwashed an entire generation of stupid children like occasional cortex. Never, ever refer to her as AOC on my show. Never. You may not use those initials. The Marxist left is so powerful that they gave her initials as though she's a president already. LBJ, RFK, JFK. Uh, they gave her initials already. They're priming the pump to make her president. To me, she will always be occasional cortex. She's a halfwit. It's the most apt description of this girl, this hysterical, lying girl, surrounded by a Muslim liar who rips off the treasury, steers money to her, love her while she's still married, wears the holy headdress, can't say a word to her because she's a Muslim. 
You get it how they use it? They use ethnicity as a, as a weapon. They use race as a weapon. They use class as a weapon. I've seen it all. So I fight back the best way I can on the radio show with some degree of fear, concern, worry. Radio host fired mid-show after criticizing Trump. In Denver, I couldn't believe the story. Not for attacking Trump too strongly. He said a few words about Trump. And this Denver radio station threw him off the air. I don't understand it. Actually, I can't even understand the story. I, I don't know how polarized the nation could be that you can't even ask a question about a president. So let me ask a question about a president. No, I don't want any of the communists taking over the country. No, let's be clear. Every one of them is a communist. Whether it's Biden, who's a light communist, or Warren, who's a hard communist. It's a Communist Party USA. There's no difference between the Democrat Party today and the Communist Party USA. I've read them all. I've studied the CPUSA for 30 straight years. The Communist Party has fundamentally become the Democrat Party. Would never vote for them. Biden would just be a milder version of this communist revolution. And most Americans know this which is why Grandpa Obama had to step in and say, oh, the average American doesn't want revolution. Oh, let's cool it down a bit. Now that he's a a rich man all of a sudden, he doesn't want revolution. But let's put Obama aside, the con man. Let's put him aside for one minute. Let's go to Trump. So I would never vote for a Democrat. Where does it leave me? Donald Trump. And yet he makes it hard to support him in many ways. You can't sit here and not ever say he's done this. I disagree with it. The Twittering thing, the tweets. I've heard every argument. Oh, he needs to tweet to keep up with the. Well, he doesn't need to do anything. He needs to do this. He needs to do that. No, he doesn't have to do anything. He's the president. Now the tax returns come up today. The Supreme Court backs him. And they say, um, Supreme Court temporarily blocks House subpoena of Trump financial records. So you say, so what's he hiding? I mean, if you're an objective person, the first thing is, what's he hiding? Why is he fighting so hard to not release his tax returns? It makes it hard to support him. Don't you understand that? Don't you understand what happens with a rationalist like myself, a supporter of the president? I was on Air Force One with him. I had hot dogs with him. I actually admire the guy. But why is he fighting to not release his tax returns when you and I both know he's going to have to release them eventually? It's only a temporary stay. Why? Why is he fighting? Well, you figure it out. Then you see the fake polls. 70% say actions tied to Ukraine were wrong. I do not know why um, Matt Drudge is publishing that. Matt's a great guy. It's an ABC News poll that's completely fraudulent. I've deconstructed it for you. I posted the deconstruction of the poll on michaelsavage.com. It's a fake poll. No, 70% tied to Ukraine. All wrong. Fake poll. It was all progressives that they interviewed, and then they twisted the data anyway. So Trump has no support out there. He doesn't know which way to turn when you think about it. He has the the tried and true. He has Hannity. He has uh, Limbaugh and a few others who will go down with him if they have to. They'll go down with the ship. But I'm a guy who wants to be as objective as I can while supporting him. So you come up with a thing like this, tax returns. What's he hiding? Tell me what he's hiding. Should he release them or not? That's what I want to know. And then the other issue, the gangster Pelosi baits him into coming and testifying. He he says he might. What sense would that make? Here's another example of absolute power and an absolute drunken narcissistic power. He has nothing to gain by testifying. He can only be tripped up and destroy himself. He's not that smart. He's not smarter than everybody on earth. This is the problem. This is the problem for a man like me who's stuck in the middle. Do you understand? If I were his advisor, which I am not, and he actually said to me, should I testify or not? Here's what I'd say. President Trump, absolutely don't go near that snake. Do not go near that snake, Schiff. Stay away from them as far as you can. Why would you do that, President Trump? By the way, the hot dog is great. I would take more mustard if you had it. I really hope you have fries for me next time on Air Force One. But getting back to no, you shouldn't testify. You've got nothing to gain. She's trying to bait you. She pulled a macho thing on you. She was challenging your machismo and saying, you can testify anytime you want. Why did you say you consider it? Why? President Trump, no. are you not listening to anybody or are you just doing what you want? 
Or did some idiot advise you to say, yes, I'll testify? Why would you say, yes, I'll testify? This is what I would say to him. But since he didn't ask me to tell him what I think, and since I have a radio show, which is all I have, I'll say don't. But who's advising him to do that? Here's the problem. Nobody's advising him to do it. Here's my guess. Just as she is drunk on her power because she tilted the, the pinball machine of California and cheated where she wins every game and now thinks she can beat everybody at everything, I'm afraid to tell you the same is true on the other side. This is the problem. I, I believe this is a combination of the arrogance of power on both sides of the seesaw. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. So the gang leader, Pelosi, is asked what impeachable offense President Trump has committed on Meet the Depressed. And she says, basically none. We are unfolding the facts. That's what an inquiry is about. At the same time she says that, her pimp lawyer, Adam Schiff, goes in front of the Democrats. Pardon me if I offended you with the word pimp. Her pimp lawyer goes in front of the Democrats in California and he says that the most grave threat to America is not China, not Putin, not Russia, but Donald Trump. At the same time, she says this, that he's, we don't know what crime he committed, but we're looking for it. We know he committed a crime. We don't know what crime it is exactly. We don't know what crime, which crime, how crime, but we'll find one and pin it to him. That's what she just said, the gangster Pelosi. Her lawyer a lousy, stinking lawyer who should be in prison. Boy, if I had the power, I would imprison. I, w- I would arrest Schiff for what he did. There's got to be a law by what Schiff did in the middle of a hearing where he claims to be objective to get up there and say, China's not the gravest threat, Russia's not the gravest threat, but Trump is the gravest threat. There's, m- there's got to be an offense that could fit him, and I know what it is, sedition. It- it's not treason, it's sedition. He committed sedition in this speech. But again, if you look at his eyes, you know he's an addicted man. I don't know what the exact chemical is that he's taking. Maybe there's a psychiatrist or pharmacologist in the audience can tell me what creates those kind of eyes uh, on a man that they're bugged out and always staring at you. You know, I met a few people in my life who use the staring eye trick to try and browbeat you down. He's probably used this his whole life, the staring eye trick. But it's a, it's a sign of mental illness. Meanwhile, in Pelosi's backyard, we have human waste on the streets, violent bums, an out-of-control crime wave, out-of-control corruption, a one-party system, and no newspaper. Another topic I'm going to get to in hour two, vegan parents starve an infant child to death. I want to tell you about veganism, how dangerous it is for infants. And if you're on the line, please stay on the line for hour two. Or if you got to hang up and go somewhere... All of this show will be on my podcast today. Thanks for listening back in a minute. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Spans of the spoken word. Welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning. The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Unfortunately, just in the past few years, we have seen this con- these conflicts take on an entirely new character. Immediately after President Trump won election, opponents inaugurated what they called the resistance. And they rallied around an explicit strategy of using every tool and maneuver to sabotage the functioning of the executive branch and his administration. The fact of the matter is that in waging a scorched earth, no holds barred war of resistance, against this administration, it is the left that is engaged in the systematic shredding of norms and undermining the rule of law. 100% correct. That's Attorney General Bill Barr, who's a moderate, by the way, who understands that the left is the criminal action 
is responsible for the criminal activity they're accusing Trump of. In clip 17, he goes on. Listen carefully, please. They are willing to use any means necessary to gain momentary advantage in achieving their end, regardless of the collateral consequences and the systemic implications. They never ask whether the action they take could be justified as a general rule of conduct equally applicable to all sides. What would we think if the shoe were on the other foot? And yet we hear them irresponsibly tabling proposals to do away with the Electoral College or to pack mm. the courts. Who's mm. shredding constitutional norms? Beautiful speech, 100% correct, which is why we're having a civil war. It's a verbal civil war right now. If Schiff and Pelosi are not stopped or do not stop, they will move this to a, to a level of violence that we will all regret. Here is a sick man, an evil man, probably as evil as any in the history of American politics, Adam Schiff, who, and again, you have to listen carefully and objectively to this. Listen to clip eight and tell me if you think this is not a, a seditious act. During the time he's conducting a hearing, it, he says the hearing is objective. He says the hearing is an attempt to find the truth. In the midst of it, listen to what this piece of garbage says in eight. The most profound threat to democracy today is not from Russia nor Putin's desire to rebuild a lost empire, nor is it from China, though China is busy exporting its digital form of totalitarianism to other nations. No, the most grave threat to the life and health of our democracy comes from within from a president without ethical compass, without an understanding of or devotion to our Constitution and the beautiful series of checks and balances it established, setting ambition against ambition so no one branch of government could overwhelm another, and most importantly, so no despotism could take root. They sound like fancy words, right, with the resonating microphone, but listen to who is saying this. Here is a man trying to use his branch of government to steal a presidency. Here is a man who's using his branch of government in, in cahoots with ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox News. All of them, by the way, are the same now in order to impose a despotism on the American people. I tweeted something during the break that goes like this. Should Schiff be arrested for sedition for stating publicly during his inquisition that Trump is a bigger threat to the U.S. than China or Russia. As far as I am concerned, if I were the attorney general, I would have him taken out. I'd have the U.S. Marshals take Schiff out and put him in prison. I would have him tried for sedition immediately. This is one thing. This is another thing. He's trying to get away with the hearings, which are a sham to begin with, and most American people are tired of them. They can't stand them anymore. They know it's partisan. We know that the, the gangster Pelosi can't answer a simple question when she was asked even on Meet the Depressed over the weekend or whatever the hell this show was. What exactly was the impeachable offense President Trump has committed? Listen to clip 12 and listen to the gangster answer it. So the Constitution defines an impeachable offense as treason, bribery, or high crimes and misdemeanors. Yes. What do you think applies to this case? We are unfolding the facts. That's what an inquiry is about. Oh, we're unfolding the facts? Meanwhile, your lawyer, your your stinking vermin mouthpiece, your gutter snipe mouthpiece shift in the middle of conducting an inquiry to uncover the facts, goes out and says that Trump is a graver threat to America than China or Russia. I rest my case. Both of these people need to be arrested, including Madam Pelosi, who also is in charge of this seditious event. Now, you think I'm alone on this, don't you? This does not mean that I approve of everything Trump does. It doesn't mean I approve of all his policies. I never have and I never will. And I've said so, and it hasn't engendered his love for me, by the way, and having said so, but that's the way it is. Having said all of that, I will tell you that most American people have had enough of this. In fact, one of the Democrats came out and said that people are tired of it all. Where's the one on that, Jim? I, I can't find that soundbite. Oh, listen to this. Here is House Dem, Democrat... A guy, Jeff Van Drew, he says the people are tired of this. I think that's number 14. Let's go to 14 right away.
So I don't know how other folks will vote because, in all honesty, originally I thought there were going to be a few more. Not that it matters to me if I'm one or I'm 101. I do what I believe is right. Good for you. But uh, there, there is some discussion um, among some of them, quietly, privately, of concern, of concern, certainly. I mean, what I'm hearing out in the street is yeah. with most people is they're kind of tired, they're kind of worn out, they're kind of bored, yeah. most folks, and they really want to move on unless there's something new and amazing. We know the end game yeah. here. Democrats saying the people are tired, worn out, bored. They want to move on. They all know the end game. And the end game is the vermin, the gangsters under Pelosi, the criminal enterprise impeaches Trump. The Senate doesn't. And the Americans say, what, what was this about? Meanwhile, China continues to threaten us. Other nations con continue to rip us off and threaten us. The southern border is wide open, permitting drugs to uh, just saturate our cities and towns. Illegal aliens are pouring in by the hundreds of thousands. And these rats, these bums, these evildoers say nothing about the flood of illegal aliens poisoning our country, poisoning our country with their toxin. Yes, their toxin. No, they all don't come here to work. They come here to work the system. I'm the son of an immigrant, and I can tell you I know the difference of a hardworking immigrant and a bum, a leech. I can tell you what the differential in the use of welfare is and food, stamp is, food stamps is between the native citizen and the illegal alien. And it is much higher amongst the illegal alien. They come here to work the system like an ATM. We all know that. You think Pelosi doesn't know it? She knows it. That's how she stays in power. How do you think they, they got power in California? They tilted the pinball machine so they win every game. And so they use the illegal aliens who are here by the millions to vote Democrat through the SEIU. These are the same people who reject voter uh, ID, reject voter ID at the polls. Now, why would they reject voter ID? Say, Trump should let us see his tax returns. You could argue that he should. Then how could you argue that there should be no voter ID? Tell me, if you're such a rationalist, oh, yes, I'm a, I'm a libertarian. Trump should show his tax returns. Well, tell me why you'd be opposed to voter ID. Every country on earth that's sane has a voter ID so that non-citizens don't vote or that people don't vote three times. Of course we need voter ID. That's the only way we're ever going to get rid of the gang, the Democrat gang. Schiff should be arrested immediately for sedition, for what he did. She gets up there and lies on TV saying, we're, we're looking into it. We don't know what, but we'll see if there is a charge we can stick to Trump. He says he's already guilty. He's worse than China and Russia put together. And he wraps it up with this bullcrap, highfalutin language. Make himself sound so important, Adam Schiff. Where'd they get him from? Boy, his mother must have destroyed him. I did a podcast a few weeks ago on mean mothers and what they do to children. I can only imagine what Schiff's mother was like. She must have destroyed him. I mean, we all saw the movie with no wire hangers. Did she beat him, I wonder? Did, no, she wouldn't have beat him. I would say from his background, she verbally abused him and turned him into a psychopath. You know, Schiff is the closest thing to a Manchurian candidate I've ever actually seen in my life. Schiff actually looks like a Manchurian candidate, talks like a Manchurian candidate, but it's not Manchuria who conditioned him to be this way. It'd be Miss, uh, Miss Mama Schiff. So we call him a Schiffian candidate. In fact, I'm creating a new phrase today called a Schiffian candidate, not a Manchurian candidate. But a Schiffian candidate is someone who was beaten up as an infant, verbally, psychologically abused, and turned into a monster. That's a Schiffian candidate. Okay, a lot of good it does that I give you such cleverness. But let's go to the callers. The questions were simple, and I do want to hear from you. Should Trump testify? Should Trump release his tax returns? I'm going to take the callers right now. Okay, are there any women calling? Women get first choice, Tom. No women out of the bunch. Women don't listen anymore, I know. Women have turned off. All they want to do is stay home in an apron and cook. Oh, we have one woman out of the millions of listeners. Moan, most women want to stay home in aprons and cook, right? Uh, okay, Katie in California, you're the only woman calling. Welcome to the show. What's your opinion on both topics? Voter, uh, should he testify? And should he re release his tax returns? I think he should not release his tax returns, and I think he should not testify. 
Okay, why should he not release his tax returns when every other uh, president in history has done so? Because I think that, and I am no accountant, but at this stage in the game, I'm guessing he used whatever creative means were available with the tax code to save big on taxes, and that the vermin in the press and the Democrats would exploit it and make it worse than what it is like what they did when Rachel Madcow had his taxes um, from 1985 or whenever it was when they said that he lost all this money. I think nothing good can come out of it. I think too many people... Well, right. From our point of view, we don't want them to be damaged or give them any any, uh, ammunition. I agree with you on that, right? Yes. However, he's not going to be able to hold off the um, uh, desire to see the tax returns until the election. He will not be able to do it because this is only a temporary stay. And uh, we don't know whether the Supreme Court will decide whether to take up the case. If they do, he could probably push this off till after the election. Which, but you know, you know, let, me, let me tell you something about people in the real estate business. So, you know, and I'm not talking about a guy who buys a house and flips it. Anyone in commercial real estate pays no taxes. Did you know that? Not one of the billionaires who's been in commercial real estate pays almost a diamond in federal taxes. I don't know if you know that. Do you know that or not? Yes, I do. Okay. So that includes anyone and everyone in commercial real estate. There's a trick in the tax law that permits them to depreciate all the property and write it off as a loss year after year. So they pay nothing in taxes, no matter what they earn elsewhere. So they keep buying buildings and losing money on them. You understand the game? Yes, I understand. Are you in the field? Are you in, in the real estate field? No, um, many, many years ago, I used to be a real estate lender. So, All right, so there it is. I'm not talking about mom and pa buying a house and making a few hundred grand. Good for you. I'm talking about people in gigantic commercial real estate or even fourplexes, sixplexes, tenplexes. They run it at a deficit. They lose money and they write the whole damn thing off. Even though the property went up and is appreciating, they don't sell it. And the reason they don't sell it is they don't, they don't want to declare a tax they don't want to pay any taxes on it. So many of them hold these properties forever, driving up the prices of the buildings even higher. So if you want to fix this broken system, fix the tax code back in a minute. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Right, welcome back. Should Trump testify as uh, Madam Pelosi has suggested he do? And should Trump release his tax returns, although he won't? Is the, are the two operational questions. But there's a bigger question. Madam Pelosi has the goal to go on a television show over the weekend owned by the Democrat Party. And when asked what actually has he committed that is uh, impeachable, she says, well, we're looking into it. We're doing an investigation. On the face of it, that's absurd. That's like saying we're going to find the crime and make it fit. But even if you buy that, at the same time she's saying that, the chief mouth, mouthpiece who's running this so-called investigation is giving a speech saying that Trump is a graver threat to America than China or Russia. I am telling you that Schiff has committed sedition. I am telling you Schiff should be arrested. I'm telling you there, is, there are grounds to remove Schiff and arrest him for sedition. And I can guarantee you if I had any, any influence at all, which I do not, the sergeant at arms would go in there and arrest him. They'd put handcuffs on him and remove him, and I don't care what ABC says. I wouldn't care what Wolf Blitzer said. I wouldn't care what Jake Tapper said. They mean nothing to me. They're nobodies. They're stooges. Who are these empty suits in the media? Who the hell are they? Who the hell do you think Jake Tapper was before they found this pretty boy and put a tie on him and told him to go out there and do what they said? He is Adam Schiff. Jake Tapper is another Adam Schiff. They're all rotating of the same kind. They, repl- they have them. They're like replaceables. They're replaceable parts. These are nobodies. They're not reliable sources. They're not objective newsmen. We say, well, neither are you. I'm not a newsman. I'm a commentator. I'm an American citizen who's been at the business a quarter of a century. And if I didn't know what I was doing, I wouldn't have lasted this long. It's that simple. If I didn't know what I was doing, I wouldn't have had six best-selling books in a row. I know what I'm doing. People know I know what I'm talking about. I am telling you, Schiff committed sedition. He can be arrested. Does Trump have the political capital to arrest Schiff now? I don't know. Maybe he should. Maybe he just ought to go for broke. He's a gambler anyway. Trump is a gambler. And Trump ought to take the biggest gamble of his life and have Adam Schiff arrested on several grounds. And I can give you three of them. If you're conducting an an inquiry 
as to whether to impeach a president, which is about as serious as it gets. And then at the same time you're doing this, you're giving a speech to Democrats in California saying that the gravest threat to America is not China or Russia, but the president. I'm sorry, that's a seditious offense. This is not occasional cortex shooting off a stupid bartender yap. This is a man who has the power to destroy a nation in his hands. He is so out of control that he thinks he is above the law. Now, I know the rumors. I'm not going to mention them right now. We're not going to the rumors about Adam Schiff because I don't deal in rumors. I do in fa- I deal in facts. I am telling you there's a case to be made for removing Adam Schiff yesterday for what he said over the weekend. And if I am the first one to say it, I should not be the last. I'm encouraging Attorney General Barr to have Adam Schiff arrested immediately for sedition. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Welcome back. Now, look, I'm going to say this again and put it in another way. If during a trial, pay careful attention to what I'm saying, whether you generally agree with me or disagree with me, whether you're a lawyer from New York who's used to screwing people over and making believe you're cleaner than everybody, even you, listen carefully. You, Mr. Lawyer from New York. If during a trial... A judge gives a public speech stating that the defendant is guilty. The judge is immediately removed from the case. We, the people, must demand that Attorney General Barr immediately move to dismiss Adam Schiff from this sham hearing. Because during the so-called objective hearings, he gave a speech over the weekend where he said that the gravest threat to America is not China and it's not Russia. It's Donald Trump. I rest my case. Now, I want to tell you something. I could have been anything I wanted to be in my life. And in fact, I am everything I ever wanted to be. I've succeeded at everything I've ever touched through great work, through hard work, through difficult years, walking on glass, eating a lot of humble pie, or as my friend said to me, a very wealthy older man in his 90s once said to me, and one of the richest men and the best men I ever met, he said, people think I got this uh, for nothing. He said, if I could make a, I don't know what, a chain of all the behinds I had a kiss in my life to get what I had a kiss to get where I am. He said, the behinds would go around the earth twice. I could have been anything I wanted to be, and I am everything I've wanted to be. Could have been a lawyer, could have been a prosecutor, could have been a defense counsel, could have been anything. Here's what I'm doing. This is what I do. If during a trial, a judge gives a public speech stating that the defendant is guilty, that judge is automatically and immediately removed from the case. Any lawyer listening to this show knows that's the case. And as Jim Verde just reminded me, it was Jeff Sessions, right, Jim? Jeff Sessions was forced to recuse himself from which case was it, Jim? I don't recall it. The Russia collusion case. So at the very least, Schiff needs to be recused from this case. This bum needs to be thrown off the case immediately. There's not a lawyer listening to this show who could show me legal precedent for uh, proving that what I'm saying is false, meaning it's true. And I'm asking Attorney General Barr to remove Schiff from the case immediately because he is a biased judge. It's that simple. Now let's go to the simpler questions. Taxes. Should Trump testify? Should he release his tax returns? Should he take uh, Pelosi's bait and come up there and try to, you know, convince the American people that he did nothing wrong. You know my feelings on both issues. I've already expressed them. I have not yet gotten to the most important thing, really, in a way, which is the vegan parents who kill their infant. Because to me, life and death is important. There's a big, big, big article, parents charged with starving their infant to death by putting the uh, little boy, an 18-month-old, feed by feeding him a vegan diet, he died. 18 months, died the poor child. So I wrote, parents charged with starving their infant to death. Children need complete proteins, many other nutrients not found in vegan diets. Read my 1983 book, Feeding Children Naturally. I studied this for years. This is basic nutritional knowledge, the essential amino acids. Uh, Vegan diets do not provide the essential amino acids. It's one thing for an adult to try it for a period of time, not a developing infant, certainly not a developing infant. A disaster, this whole... uh, Hula hoop now, the hula hoop, vegan, 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 schmegan, vegan, vegan. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. If you ask them to describe what an amino acid is and why the human body needs amino acids, they couldn't answer the first question. Morons. 
These are the same morons who know that the world's coming to an end 12, 12 years ago. It ended. So that's that story. Got some great callers here. Let's go to Buffalo, New York. Paul, you're next. Let's do these in 30 seconds or less. Paul, taxes, release them or not? Uh, I think that he should not release his tax returns. And I think um, I have several reasons why. And um, I think uh, one is that it's not a constitutional uh, requirement to be president. So I heard what you were saying earlier. I think what you were saying is something that needs to be fixed as far as the taxes go. But I think everybody wants to pay the minimum amount of taxes they can. So, um, so you, you wouldn't be shocked if you found that Trump never paid a dime in federal taxes? Well, is that a presidential problem or is that a tax problem? I'm not. I'm asking you if it's a problem. Uh, well, is it a problem? To, is it, well, you pay federal taxes, don't you? Wouldn't you do that? I mean, if there was a loophole where you could pay less taxes, you'd probably do it, right? 100% correct. I'd like to pay zero in federal taxes if I could. Unfortunately, I'm not in commercial real estate. Right. So I think that every, every book I write, every book I write, every advance I get, I know I'm getting 50 percent of the dollar, 50 cents of the dollar. Do you know that right. between federal tax and the criminals who runs California who rob me every time I write a book? Do you know that I pay 13 percent of my income to these gangsters in the state to steal the money? Do you know that? OK, well, there's no. Yeah, way- I would. If I could get away with it legally, I wouldn't pay 10 cents in taxes. Right. Well, is there any other uh, American that's forced? to have to release has pelosi released her tax returns i don't i'm not i'm unaware of it is there anybody has feinstein released her tax returns has feinstein's husband released his tax returns uh have her husband have the husbands of these two women shown the federal grants and contracts that they have uh, received over the last 15 years and how much income they may have received from federal grants and and contracts wouldn't that be a, so Trump could get up there and say, I'll release mine when Pelosi and Feinstein release their and their husbands. Why doesn't he do that? Right. So why should the president be forced if they're not? Why should anyone be forced? But how would you feel if, if it turned out he paid no taxes for the last 15 years or 20 years? Well, I would feel if it was illegal, if he did some things illegal, that'd be wrong. All right. So your argument is if it's legal, fine. If it's not legal, not fine. I got it. So in other words, everyone would do the same thing if they could, is what you're saying. You wouldn't feel uncomfortable about it. You just said you would, right? I, w- I just said what I would. You just said... That- yes, I said if I had the ability legally to not pay this criminal state a dime, I wouldn't. And if I didn't have to pay any federal taxes, I wouldn't. Right. Well, and- why should they be my partner and put their hands in my pocket? Tell me why. Okay. So your argument is it doesn't matter if he paid no taxes, right? Well, I think it... All right, you got it. That's more than 30 seconds. Massachusetts, Jeremiah, line six, you're up. Taxes, yes or no? Yes. Jeremiah, tell us what, please. Go ahead. Um, I I think he should return his taxes just to see what what does he have to hide? What does it matter? You know, what if he didn't pay the taxes? Okay, well, then shame on him. Shame on Trump. But is it really going to make anyone think less of who, what kind of man he is? He started from bankruptcy, and then he made a business. He made his sons work for him, you know. What does it matter? So I take it you didn't vote for him. Oh, no, I did. I did. Oh. Well, okay, so I'll, I'll turn the question around. Another. So he releases the returns. The Supreme Court makes him do it. And you find that he's never paid a nickel in, in federal taxes for the last 30 years. Would you vote for him anyway? Yeah, because other than that, the guy is amazing. He's, he's brilliant. You see, there's the, see, that's the end. He once said he could shoot someone on, on uh, Fifth Avenue and still people would vote for him. So you just confirmed that. My, my answer is yes, I'd vote for him anyway. Do you know why? I'd never vote for a Democrat communist if my life depended on it. Exactly. And that's that simple. The Democrats of the Communist Party USA, I would never vote for them. Ever. Yeah. Never. Anyone who does, respects living would never vote for these communists. Correct. They're not socialists. They're communists. If you study what communist is, you'll see they're no different. Let's see. What else do you want to talk about? Bay Area, Ada, line two. Thanks for calling, Ada. What's on your mind? Hi, Mr. Savage. I met you, and I gave you my calling card, and you never called me back. Anyways, I had originally talked to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. That's a funny call, but go ahead. (laughs) um, This is about Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Did you ever give any thought uh, to her hand motions and how they're all defensive and wonder how that plain, kind of awkward girl grew up in that nest of mafia guys? 
and why she just prefers weak men. She doesn't. She hates. That's what she really hates about uh, Trump is that he's strong. Hmm. You ever think? No, I didn't. I didn't know anything about what you just said. I don't know enough, anything about her background. But what do you mean by defensive hand motions? Sorry. What What do you mean? The, by- the clenched fist, the fist, the pushing away, all of that. That's all of that. And when she first took the gavel years ago, she said that she was the most powerful woman in the country, and that means a lot to her because she grew up with all, all those mafia guys, you know? No, I don't know anything about mafia guys. Come on, now you're making broad, sweeping statements about Miss Pelosi's background that can't be verified. Uh, her father was a, um, a mayor, wasn't he? And, and that's all I know in Baltimore. I don't know anything more about it, but he was a powerful ward politician type that we know. But to make a broad sweeping statement along the lines of a criminal, I would never, ever let you to say that on this show because there's no evidence to, to support that. So you're saying she's the daughter of a powerful politician of the old school, and it made her into the woman that she is, basically, correct? Partly, yeah. Partly, but you're saying more than that. Okay, but I can't concur uh, that. What do you mean by defensive hand motions, though? I don't quite follow that. You watch her. All of those hand motions, those froggy fingers are always flaring, and she pushes away, it's always pushing away, or, or, or a, 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 um, a clenched fist, or, uh, and she even trembles when she does it. So what is she trying to keep away in her psychologically push, push the powerful man away? It's possible. Well, yep. Now you're borderline. Now you're borderlining on something else here, and I I can't even go there. I thought it, it'll give you something to think about. Yeah, no, that's pretty. Um, now, all right. Well, hey, you know what I'm going to do for you. You sound like a wonderful person. I'm giving you a free pass to my event. Were you at the event there? Where you gave me the card? I don't even know. Were you there? Yes, yes. And I gave you my calling card. Oh, you were there and gave me a card? Yes. And you were standing up near your table at that luncheon for Trump down the, down the peninsula. Oh, down in the peninsula. Of course, now I remember. And, and you, you remember white hair. Now I remember. Of course I remember. it. But, but I never heard from you again. Well, you were supposed to call me. I gave you my calling card. Well, wait, this is a family show. Come on, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a lovely lady. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, let me, let me see if I can recall this publicly. I sat at your table to get away from people at another table who were a little intimidating. No, you, no, no, no. You were standing up, and I was at the opposite side of the room originally. I came over to greet you and give you my calling card because I had called, you know, when we were celebrating the moon landing, the anniversary of the moon landing, and I was telling you how my husband... Oh, of course I remember. Your husband was one of the chief engineers, well, and, he was, and he was self-taught, correct? He was he was self-taught, self-educated, and uh, uh, discriminated against. Didn't feel, finish school. Um, all these didn't didn't finish college. And what is it that he invented for the moon landing? I forgot now. He didn't finish high school, and then he he made the heat shield for the communication pack. Can you believe this? I never went to college. I just and, and he was able to figure that out, how smart he must have been, but how smart you must be to have kept a man like that uh, interested in you all those years. I'm sure, you didn't, I'm sure you didn't push him away with hand gestures. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're, a wonder, you're a wonderful person. Look, stay on the line. Tom, please get this lady's email address. We're going to send him a free pass to the event in the uh, the different event, which is the uh, uh, live event that I did on the 29th of August, of October, because time is running out an evening with Michael Savage. A hundred people were there and there's only 12 days left. I'm not making this up after 12 days because of the company that we use. The video will disappear from the Web, period. And you could get it now at SavageNationLive.com. It's 10 bucks. It's that simple. Nine ninety five. And you'll have it as a permanent. I think you'll have it permanently. I don't know how that works. An evening with Michael Savage, life as a conservative in San Francisco. The humor is on the level of Mark Twain. Only some knew that and some didn't. If Mark Twain were alive uh, and was a talk show host, uh, he couldn't do any better than I'm doing. I'll be right back. Home of Borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. Anywhere out of this world, the world that these Democrat communists have brought down upon us and they're trying to create is beyond comprehension that in my lifetime I would see everything that all the patriots have fought against from the beginning of this republic 
coming to fruition for the Communist Party USA. So I write that Schiff should be removed because he is the judge and he is showing bias toward the defendant who is Trump. So the Weisenheimers say, you know that this is not a trial at all. And he's not a judge and uh, Trump is not a defendant. Well, that's parsing the truth. Even if he is only a so-called investigator as to whether or not there should be an impeachment trial, he's already showing his bias. So what are you arguing? You want a biased facilitator the next time you go before a judge? You know damn well, you lying liberal bastards, you all you lawyers. You know that if a judge so much as sneezes in the wrong direction, you'd have him dismissed from the case. You know damn well if a jury is selected during a jury trial. You don't like the way their perfume smells. You could have them removed. And here you have a mentally ill person, a hateful, disgusting, despicable rat bum, Adam Schiff, saying that Trump poses a greater threat to this republic than China or Russia. Now, on the face of it, that's one of the stupidest statements I've ever heard in my life. Stupid. How can you make a statement like that? Now, all of a sudden, Russia, which was once the greatest threat to America, is not a threat anymore. Now it's Donald Trump. On the face of it, it's insane. It shows a mental imbalance on the part of this inquisitor or investigator, whatever you want to call him. He is mentally imbalanced. There's a phrase for it in Chinese medicine called the sorter, S-O-R-T-E-R, which I've referenced several times over the years on this radio show. Many of you know what I'm talking about if you're into Chinese medicine. Chinese analyze the energies in your body and they come up with what's wrong with you. And when your sorter is not working properly, they treat it accordingly with various herbs or acupuncture. Many of you understand what I'm saying. Adam Schiff would be a candidate not for treatment, though. He'd be considered a hopeless case. The Chinese herbalist would say, I'm sorry, you're incurable. I can do nothing for you. You need to be put into a mental hospital. And we prefer you be put on modern versions of Thorazine and put, be put in a straitjacket for three straight months. And you could wear an Egyptian costume in the straitjacket. We'd let you have the Egyptian costume and hat to go with it, Mr. Schiff. The Westwood One Podcast Network.